0: The New York Times is purchasing the recently viral puzzle game Wordle. I can think of a few four-letter words for this situation. And Sony felt left out of the party, so they
1: decided to buy Bungie. What does this mean? We'll talk about all this and more right now on Gaming News Weekly. What's up, everybody? Welcome back for another episode of Gaming News Weekly. We got another big week of exciting video game news. We are the best weekly video game news show that there is out there. My name is Erock The Red. I'm joined every week by Full Clip. What is going on, brother? How are you today?
0: Uh, doing great, man. Um, excited about some of this news. Yeah. All, all the time. I'm excited
1: about all the news all the time. Oh yeah. Yeah. All the time. I call you up every day. I said, "Let's do more news." And you're like, "Dude, we're gaming news weekly. It's a weekly thing. Yeah. It's not a daily thing." You say you'll never believe the new controversy and
0: scandal. I love it.
1: Exactly. Um, yeah. So what's been going on? You been playing any games or anything?
0: I checked out a new game this past week. Uh Satisfactory. It's what is like that? a Sort of a factory sim uh-huh. game. Oh, pun. Um, I, love
1: a, I love a game with a good pun title.
0: Oh, yeah. Uh, vibes of No Man's Sky, as far as like oh. base building, sort of that Fallout style of base building as well. Okay. Uh, but your whole goal in this thing, collect the resources, chain all these machines together, uh, try to make it to where you don't have to lift a finger to do anything ever again. Gotcha. And it's building massive pieces and you're sending things into space. It's pretty crazy.
1: What sort of things are you manufacturing?
0: Well, for now, it's uh, basic stuff. Making some screws and some uh, sheet metal and things like that. Mm. And that's to build your starter machines. Then we're getting into like copper, uh, building basic electronics, filling deliveries. And then that unlocks uh, even more stuff to build.
1: Nice. That sounds fun. I like the the gameplay hook of that. It sounds interesting. Now, how is it difficult to, with me, these games, is it difficult to to acquire the resources? And also, is there, do you have a limited amount of space in your backpack?
0: It is kind of like that. It's not difficult to acquire the resources. You get like auto miners and things. Mm. So you just find the seam. The problem is really getting enough of what you need as you go forward because you need more and more and more You have to keep ramping up production.
1: Gotcha, gotcha. Uh, My dog is just out here, just walking around. She's blind, so she just bumps into things. Um, Nice, yeah, that sounds good. Uh, What did I get up to this week? I didn't play much of anything again. uh, I've been slacking. I played a little bit more Guardians of the Galaxy, um, and then just uh, there's a a Rocket League event, um, so I did a bunch of that over the weekend. But, yeah, nothing new. I've just been, I'm just really just waiting for Elden Ring. I'm just, like, ready. Nice. Just, I'm, just, I'm just not playing anything until that game comes out sometime yeah. in February. I forget when February 22nd or 26th or something. But oh, right uh, Around the corner. Yeah, it's getting close. I'm going to take the day off of work, I decided, and nice. just, uh, you know, it's been a while since I've been able to just, like, really uh, fall in love with the game. And I'm hoping that yeah. this is the one that, that does it for me. We'll see.
0: That's a- it's a pro great gamer move taking the day off of work
1: oh dude i'm ready i uh you know i haven't been taking many days off so i'm i'm due although like we got a ton more snow today so i think i may have to take a half day tomorrow to uh to clean up some snow not really an enjoyable day off but you know you know oh yeah they can't all be um all right let's get into it let's talk about our new releases from last week First up, we had Life is Strange, the remastered collections, came out February 1st on PC, PS4, Xbox One, and Stadia. Now, this is um, two games, Life is Strange, and then Life is Strange Before the Storm. Now, they're remastered, uh, updated visuals, animations, some of the gameplay has all been, you know, just revamped, just made better. Um, Have you ever played any of the Life is Strange games?
0: I have not. I remember when they first came out. Yeah, it seems interesting.
1: Yeah, it's great story. Um, basically, what they are, they're like kind of like um, an adventure game, point and click adventure game. You walk around, you like find information, clues, and then there's cutscenes and that sort of thing. So it's more like a, you know a story, not so much a, a based on the gameplay, but a great story, um, great characters, really good um, acting and dialogue. I definitely recommend them. I never played the second one. So um, you know, maybe this is my my chance to get in there and check it out cuz I'm hearing great things about these as far as the way they look, uh, how they're really uh updated for for um, you know, for these consoles. And you could always, you know, I'll play it on the PS5 obviously. Didn't come out for the PlayStation 5, but um, you know, I'm sure that'll give it a nice little extra extra little boost as well. Yeah. Uh our other game came out February 4th, this is Dying Light 2. Stay human. PC, PS4, PS5, Xbox One, Xbox X. And um, yeah, I think that's it for that one. Um, But this one, I know people are super excited for this one. It's an action role playing game, full open world, zombies everywhere. You're doing parkour, uh, jumping all over everything. You got to collect resources and build weapons. And, you know, um, I'm hearing it's a huge world. Um, It's. Right now it's at 79, right around 76, to 79 on Metacritic, depending on, on what you're playing it on. But um, I'm hearing that it's the, a great open world story, but the, it's kind of like a boring game. So
0: hmm.
1: um, this is, the gameplay's is fun. The parkour is fantastic. The killing zombies with different weapons and stuff is great. But the story is meh, and it's like riddled with bugs right now. Like tons of game crashes and stuff like that, depending on, you know, what, what, uh, system you're playing it on, but, um, did you, have you, did you play the first Dying Light?
0: I did. You know, it was a long time ago, long enough that I had, like, an Xbox One launch console, Mm -hmm. um, and I was really surprised, just like a year ago, to hear that there was such a dedicated, uh, fan base on PC, uh, keeping it alive.
1: Yeah. Yeah, people love that game, man, like, huge fans of it. I played it for a while. I think I got stuck it apart and i never went back um because like it's it's interesting like so you want you need to be out during the day getting your your resources and things and and Mm -hmm. doing most of your exploring during the day because at night these zombies come out and they're like unstoppable you know all
0: hell breaks loose you better run for the safest the nearest safe point
1: exactly yeah so you're not fighting the zombies at night so um yeah it's interesting this is another one i want to keep an eye on reviews are great unfortunately some bugs that are affecting it and you know those will get cleared up uh at some point too so um this will probably be one i'll wait and and grab on sale all right that is it for our new releases from last week um you know it's another another slow week in, in the video game world but we're getting some big titles here this is a big one um so yeah keep an eye out for that let's get let's switch it up let's talk about our news of the week Lots of exciting news this week. This is this is another one I was excited for. We had some this last few weeks have just been uh bing bang boom bam, boom. You know what I'm saying? That's the news yeah. coming at you.
0: Bing bam boom.
1: Right? That's a good that's a good yeah. sound effect.
0: That that's Microsoft gobbling up.
1: <laughs> exactly. Exactly. In this case, though, Microsoft ain't gobbling up nothing. It's Sony. Sony is buying Bungie. Um for $3.6 billion. Now, Bungie is the uh, the developer of Destiny and the creator of the Halo uh, series. And um, now owned by Sony. Now, a lot of people were saying that this is like a, uh, you know, this is their uh, way of competing with the other acquisitions. The Take-Two and um, uh, Microsoft buying uh Uh, Activision Blizzard, but this has been in development for five to six months is what I'm hearing. And, uh, they've been planning a lot of big things for, um, for this, uh, thing with Bungie. All right. I got a couple quotes, um, from some, some big, big name people involved in this thing. So I was first up, uh, Pete Parsons, the CEO of Bungie wrote, um, In Sony Interactive Entertainment, we have found a partner who unconditionally supports us in all we are and who wants to accelerate our vision to create generation-spanning entertainment all while preserving the creative independence that beats in Bungie's heart. Like us, SIE believes that game worlds are only the beginning of what our IPs can become. Together, we share a dream of creating and fostering iconic franchises that unite friends around the world, families across generations, and fans across multiple platforms and entertainment mediums. So, right there, we're getting a little bit of an idea. Now, this has been a big part of um, everything we're hearing about this. It's not just developers not just the bungee that sony is purchasing it's the ips that they're creating it's um these franchises they want to build um so we're hearing more and more about that and we'll get to it but let me just read um a couple more things so jim ryan the president and CEO of Sony Interactive Entertainment said, uh, Bungie's world-class expertise in multi-platform development and live game services will help us deliver on our vision of expanding PlayStation to hundreds of millions of gamers. Um, And then... The uh, head of PlayStation Studios, Herman Hulst, said, Bungie's technical expertise coupled with their track record of building highly engaged communities make them a natural fit for collaboration with PlayStation Studios. We're excited to make plans to share skills and expertise and to unlock the potential in having the brilliant minds at Bungie under the PlayStation roof. Um, So, yeah, basically those three quotes right there tell us everything we need to know about this acquisition. First of all, um Bungie will continue to uh independently publish and creatively develop their own games so first of all there's that the other thing the exclusivity of of these games like destiny and that sort of thing they want these games available to everybody they also said right away they said um Uh, In regards to the exclusivity, we want the worlds we are creating to extend to anywhere people play games. We will continue to be self-published, creatively independent, and we will continue to drive one unified Bungie community. So right there, you know, if you're a a PC gamer or Xbox uh, fan, you don't have to worry about losing Bungie titles or Destiny. Um, So right there, that's pretty cool. And then we also heard later... In relation to to these quotes, um, during an earnings call with uh, Sony CFO Hiroki to- Hiroki Totoki, that's a nice that's a nice rhythmic name. I like that. It's probably not pronounced that way, but I'm gonna say it like that. Uh, but he was asked what other benefits the acquisition of Destiny, um, you know, creates, and he said, "Bungie want to nurture the IP they have in a multi-dimensional manner, and that's their hope." For that, we believe we can help that. We have Sony Pictures and Sony Music, and Bungie can leverage our platform so that their IP can flourish and grow big. Um, so that's right there we could see kind of what we're leaning towards here. We're going to ha- maybe have, like, Destiny out there doing, you know, movies. They are, They already said Destiny. Bungie said they wanted to take Destiny into books, television, movies, that sort of thing. So this is a, a big step for you know, to help Bungie achieve their goals as far as getting Destiny out there in those mediums, and then for Sony to kind of expand on what they're creating. Now, we've seen Uncharted uh, is coming out, and, like, there's a bunch of other movie-type, you know, TV show or uh, yep. video game TV shows or movies in the works f- from Sony, uh, Last of Us, and, uh, you know, a couple other things. So, yeah, this is uh, it's very interesting. With this acquisition is very different from the ones we've talked about previously. You know, they already know, they're being pretty transparent with what they this was all about and what they uh, are setting out to go. That's It's not about getting the upper hand as far as exclusivity or games. It's just really about creating more. So, um, you know, I think had we talked about this under a different, you know, not so close to the acquisition of the Microsoft ones, which seemed like a really, like, Going for the jugular type move. You know, this one's just business as usual. Now, it's a $3.6 billion business as usual acquisition. But, you know, it's a huge thing. Um, Destiny is huge. You know, a lot of people are still playing it. The Destiny, the new DLC uh, is, like, one of the biggest ones, like, ever as far as gameplay and that sort of thing. So, yeah, there's a lot
0: lot here. Yeah, so I see a lot of people making that comparison because we just came off of the news of the largest gaming deal ever with Microsoft acquiring Activision Blizzard. There's a sentiment that I see that is uh, too little too late or that this is a response Mm -hmm. to that deal. And like, ah, look at Sony. But yeah, like you said, it, this is just kind of business as usual. Yeah. They've been acquiring studios. Yep. They've all been acquiring smaller studios.
1: Yeah. This is the sixth studio acquisition for Sony um uh, since last year. So, you know, they've been they've been uh, you know, getting the a lot of studios. I mean, like Bluepoint and um yeah, and, and it's it's happening. And they even said uh Jim Ryan said that this is not the, you know, this is not the last studio that This is not the last acquisition, uh, he basically said. So uh, another quote from him. I've been on the record talking about increasing the size of the PlayStation community and expanding beyond our historic console heartland. This can take many forms. We are starting to go multi-platform. You've seen that. We have an aggressive roadmap with live services and the opportunity to work with and particularly learn from the brilliant and talented people from Bungie that is going to considerably accelerate the journey we find ourselves on. So, um, yeah. So this... They've got a big picture in their mind of what they want to do, and this is a piece of that. So,
0: yeah, we'll see I, more. I've totally, I've loved everything about my experience on PlayStation Four. Um, I did not move to the PlayStation Five, but I wouldn't go so far as to call myself a big Sony fanboy. Mm-hmm. Um, so, when I say this, I'm not trying to jump in front of the bullet of public perception for Sony. But I think they're going to be all right well into the future, because like we said about when we were talking about the acquisition and, you know, Microsoft, is this sort of a monopoly? They were still going to be behind Sony as, as far as size of a game publisher.
1: Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So it's definitely I mean, they're doing different things. We've always talked about how, you know, Sony's focused on their first party games um, and now they're going to have more first-party games with these acquisitions they keep making microsoft is working on their games library as far as uh, available to the public not first-party titles um so yeah they're doing different things they're both growing um yeah we'll just see where, where they where they go um one thing we know that sony is doing and one of the next things that i want to talk about um also from that same earnings call with uh, hiroki Totoki. They announced that Sony is going to be um, setting out to create 10, more than 10, live service games by the end of March 31st, 2026. Now, for those unfamiliar with live service games, basically that means like um, games that are constantly updated and ex, you know, expected to, to survive over time. So not like a simple story game, something like, like Destiny. And that's one of the reasons they acquired Destiny. They said right off the bat that the, the amount of stuff that they could learn from Destiny, or I mean from Bungie, um, in regards to live service games is is huge. Like Destiny is probably one of the biggest. They've been going since, uh, I think Destiny, the first Destiny came out in 2014. You know, that wasn't the best. Yeah. I mean, that was a rough, a very rough um start but they came back and they created a, a really cool world um so yeah it'll be interesting to see what they come up with in terms of these live service games 10 of them from now until 2026 which is kind of getting away with uh, or getting away from what they've been good at sony's been great at making these like story heavy first party games which you know i'm sure they'll still do but they're realizing these live service games. That's where the money is. You know? Some information yep. uh, about that. Uh, from calendar year 2014 to calendar year 2021, the size of the global game content market doubled, driven by add-on content revenue from live game services, which grew at an average annual rate of 15% during this period, uh, and they expect the trend to continue going forward. So, yeah. these It's it's not about buying that one title um, every couple months it's about that extended period of time that you're you're paying for like you know battle passes and skins and stuff like that i mean we're seeing that with a lot of these free to play titles now making just tons of money so yeah Yeah. it'll be interesting to see what sony puts out there
0: i'm interested to see what they define as live service games because there are those games like destiny 2 that have survived for years on dlc But there's also the yearly Call of Duty titles, and we have a season pass system now. Um, So if they're going to call that the same thing, like a service, but it only lasts a year, I can see them pumping out 10 titles in the next four years. Um, Otherwise, I mean, if these are all like 10 huge games that they expect people to play for years, that's a lot of content in an already kind of saturated gaming market right now.
1: Yeah. It is, and it's. I mean, the the thing with these is they need to be good. Like we saw it with um, the Avengers game. Uh, instead of focusing on a good, you know, um, story game about the Avengers, like they made it a, a, you know, a live service game, and it it sucked. Like it was just, it was very, it was similar in in to Destiny and in the things that they had you doing, but like it had no had no heart had no soul it was very very just bland um and like they just had you repeating the same things to try to like get new skins or get new gear and like all this stuff so it was like there's a fine line with creating something that's gonna stick if you're gonna have people keep coming back to your game day after day for years it's gotta be the content needs to be spot on you know Either the gameplay needs to be amazing or like, you know, it needs to have that hook that's going to keep people coming back and not bored or not, you know, um, yeah, just something that's going to keep them. Um, Another thing that uh, Hiroki said in this thing, he said, the strategic significance of this acquisition lies not only in obtaining the highly successful Destiny franchise, as well as major new IP that Bungie is currently developing. Uh, but also in incorporating into the Sony group the expertise and technologies that Bungie has developed in the live game services space. Uh, we intend to utilize these strengths when developing games at uh, game IP at the PlayStation Studios as we expand in the live game services area. So um, right now we uh, we see, yeah he they, they said that Destin, or, uh, Bungie's working on a, a new IP um, We've heard that they are working on some sort of a comedy uh, live service game. That's all I've heard, you know, is something like a little bit more, I'm I'm assuming maybe like more like a Borderlands type thing. Hmm. I don't know. That could be cool. Yeah. I don't know. I like comedy. I love to laugh. (laughs) But yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of speculation.
0: There's a a bit of irony about this acquisition overall because Bungie were, that was the studio that made the Xbox famous Mm -hmm. with the halo series back in the day. Yeah. Um and I I don't know how we got from point A to point B Sony buying the creators of Halo. I'm going to do some research. I'm going to make a game facts video about it.
1: Yeah, I can't wait to hear cuz I yeah, I don't know um you know, I don't know the history of, of Bungie like how they went from one point to one point but um yeah, it's very interesting and it, um yeah, like you said, just the, they created the biggest Thing on the Xbox, and then they went and created Destiny, and like I don't know anything else. That, I don't know anything else that they've done. I don't know any any other. Not really either. Yeah. So yeah. Report back. Let me know what you find. What you got? Anything else to add on this before we move on? Nah. All right. Let's move on. We we already talked about Microsoft's acquisition. Um, let's talk about something relating that. So the U.S. Federal Trade Commission. Will be reviewing the Microsoft Blizzard acquisition. So basically, what that means is um, they're going to be just kind of uh, going over it, make sure that it's that it's okay, that it's not um, you know something that could harm be harmful to consumers, um, that sort of thing. That it's you know basically this has been happening quite a bit recently. So the FTC has been focusing on large. Tech company mergers, so they've stopped a couple big ones um they reviewed a ton more, and this is one that kind of drew their attention now this was a big this was a big one, but it's interesting that you know i mean wh- when it's all said and done it's a video game acquisition, and the FTC you know they're you know they're getting in there getting involved with uh these video games, but yeah, the reason for that is they want to determine. Whether, um, yeah, whether it could be harmful to consumers, rivals, partners, as far as, um, them setting prices or, or wages, because it's going to be, it's a huge deal. So, um, yeah, that's, uh,
0: yeah,
1: I'm not expecting anything from
0: it. It shouldn't, it shouldn't come as a surprise, uh, especially not to Microsoft. They've been kind of open about this from the beginning, since they announced the acquisition, that they plan for this to take 18 months, and the reason is not because they don't have the money; it's because they don't know if they're going to be allowed to spend that money. Because they operate, both them and Activision Blizzard operate in so many different markets mm-hmm. under different governments that it is just a legal nightmare. But they say they're going to have it probably solved up uh, by the end of the middle of next year, I guess.
1: Yeah, can you imagine having to like be part of that? Like, there's so many just moving parts and stuff like that like i can't even wrap my head around it let alone like know even how to begin processing that or reviewing it if i'm the ftc you know it's it's crazy stuff but um it's a big it's a big merger big acquisition. so um it was it was kind of expected and, and really i don't think anything is gonna you know come from this re- review but you know it's just like another stepping stone and getting this whole thing done like you said so all right, and then speaking of Microsoft Xbox Game Pass, we're talking about the new February Game Pass games uh, just announced. So, another big month. Not like a, not a, not any huge titles this month, but a lot of really cool titles. They are. Dreamscaper comes out February 3rd, Contrast February 3rd, Telling Lies. Siege, Crossfire X, Edge of Eternity, Skull the Hero Slayer, The Last Kids on Earth, and The Staff of Doom, those all come out February 10th, and then ARC Ultimate Survivor Edition, Infernax, both come out February 14th, and then Total War, Warhammer 3, uh, February 17th. Um, So yeah, those, they come out for different, you know, some are for Cloud, some are console, some are PC,
0: some are all of the above.
1: But any of those sound uh, exciting? to You any you plan on checking out?
0: Well, when we watched the uh, Game Awards and they announced that Warhammer Space Marine Three, mm-hmm. that sort of opened me up to the idea of those games. Yeah, I don't know if this Warhammer game is the same type as that, but I might check that out just to see what that might be like ahead of time.
1: Yeah, I'm not certain. This one might be a like a strategy game because I know some of them are. Um, and then some of them aren't like, yeah, that um, third person action game, like the, the one you were talking about. Yeah, so I'm not certain what this one is. Um, out of these, i only I played Contrast a while ago. That one's that one came out a long time ago. That was an interesting game. You kind of like um mess with shadows and use those as a platformer. Um The other one that sounded cool was this Dreamscaper game. Now, that one I'm not it was like something about you had to do something in like, your dreams in order for it to, like, and then it takes shape in the, in the day or, or in the, oh. for you to do. It sounded really trippy. I like it, um, yeah. And then, like, Telling Lies looked really cool. That's one of those, like, live-action uh hybrids where it's, like, you kind of control what's happening on screen. It's more like a movie. Um Yeah, so those are the ones. And then, I guess, uh The Edge of Eternity is kind of a, a JRPG-ish title, so... Um, those ones drew my attention. I've never played Ark. That was always one that I was, I think I could get into Ark. There's dinosaurs, you gotta oh, yeah. build stuff.
0: Looks but, really cool.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's one. I mean, that's the Ultimate Survivor Edition, too. So that's, I mean, anything with Ultimate
0: in it, it's
1: where it's at, right?
0: Oh, yeah.
1: Yeah, um, so yeah, those are the, you know, the first half of February. Again, we're gonna... Be receiving the news about the second half of February at some point down the line. More exciting new titles coming to Game Pass. So uh, just keep an eye out for that. All right. And next up, we've got good news for anybody that uses a subscription service like Netflix or, you know, uh, uh, Game Pass. Um, the There was an investigation by the UK's competition and markets authority the cma uh, and they found that um, companies were kind of taking advantage of people that had already subscribed that didn't maybe like they let their their subscription um just let it go and they weren't using the service that sort of thing so um they decided that you know we're gonna we're gonna review some of these companies that that are allowing this to happen and one of those companies was, um, Microsoft and regarding the game pass service. So, um, after this review, after this, this, uh, investigation was completed, Microsoft said they're going to make some changes to the game pass subscription program that will make it easier for s- subscribers to cancel the service and it will stop taking payments for subscriptions that go dormant, um, So that's really cool. This is good news for. I mean, this is just like one step. It just happens to be Game Pass, but I'm expecting this um, you know, to kind of branch out into a lot of other subscription services. So um it started with so the CMA said that it first identified and identified concerns about certain features of Microsoft's auto renewing subscriptions. Um and Those concerns included clarity about automatic subscription renewal, ease of disabling automatic renewals, and whether customers may be unwittingly paying for old subscriptions that they were no longer using, Um, which I did shut off my auto-subscribe thing. I swear I did, and then it auto-subscribed me for another month. This was a couple months ago, and I was like, you son of a beasting. But um, yeah, Microsoft is like that. Yeah. Microsoft said they're committed to making changes. Some of the changes that they are announcing are better upfront information. They want more transparency um, to help customers understand the membership that they're signing up for. Refunds. Microsoft will contact existing customers on recurring 12-month contracts and give them the option to end their contract and claim a pro-rated refund. Uh, inactive memberships. Microsoft will also contact existing customers who haven't used their memberships for a long time but are still paying. Uh, these customers will be reminded to, to how to stop payment. Uh, and then, you know, if they want, they can opt out. And then, better information about price increases. Microsoft will give clear notifications of any future price rises and will ensure people know how to turn off auto renewal. So, um, really cool stuff. Now, this is, like I said, it's a UK. Authority that that did this investigation, uh, and this is going to start in the UK, but it will be um, rolled out globally for Microsoft. So, um, you know, we just talked about how big Microsoft is and how much reach they have in the in the world. Um, so, hopefully, a lot of these other services will follow suit. Um, you know, just we need some good guys out there, right?
0: Yeah, I mean, absolutely. I've had the same issue before. Xbox and PlayStation. You know, if you do actually take the time to read the little fine print and check the box that says it's okay to keep billing me perpetually, um, even if you do that, to get it undone, like going in through your oh. console, was practically just, you can't do it. Like, you'd get to the final little point, it's like, oh, click this link, and then the link just doesn't work for two years. Yeah. Um, stuff like that. They, yeah. I, I think they want to make you jump through as many hoops as possible so that you just give up on it. And you just keep getting charged for it. So the more of this, the better. I'm glad that Xbox is actually going to do it uh, internationally, not yeah. just the UK, where they have to.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it, it really is. Um, it's it's something that, like, you know, I never thought it would get to that. Like, anytime this has happened to me many times before where a subscription I signed up for, I know what I'm getting into most of the time with these. I know what's going to, like, happen. And I just kind of absentmindedly like forget to cancel or whatever. Um, and I never thought that businesses would be proactive in trying to help the consumer with these, because it's like, like you said, it's in that fine print there. We know what we're getting into, but you know, we don't really always pay attention to that when we're signing up for something. So it, it is, it it's really cool that they're going to take the initiative and, and try to um, make some changes uh, regarding how that's done.
0: Yeah. You know, uh, one weird thought on it like how much are these companies making every year from people who have passed away because that money doesn't just disappear it's just getting perpetually charged until you know their, yeah. their will is executed
1: exactly until their bank account is uh you know in the negative or whatever it was yeah that's yeah. a good point so debt
0: for the family happy exactly uh,
1: go play Just to make things better <laughs> go play game pass um yeah yeah it is interesting um yeah my playstation now i signed up for playstation now one when, when covid um, started and uh you know i thought for i think 4 months that i was like yeah i used to i had playstation now 4 months ago don't have it anymore and then i went and saw one day that it was uh i still had it and i was like shit i could have been playing this for 4 months but also shit they charged me another 60 bucks or whatever for this for the oh, year yeah. so um yeah it is what it is all right let's talk about another very exciting announcement we finally got information on the halo tv series that has been long awaited long in the works been being created for a very very long time uh there was a commercial recently uh it was a trailer for the new series looked awesome did you watch it yeah dude it looks good i'm not even a halo fan and i was like really excited so i'm sure a lot more people that are much more familiar with the the world and the lore got a lot more out of it because it does seem like there was a lot of like little easter eggs and stuff like that you know i know they showed that like what is it the plasma sword or whatever and uh cortana uh the same voice that's in the game is in the uh the show um so yeah it's gonna be really cool it. Uh, we also got a date, March twenty fourth, uh, is when it premieres Paramount Plus. So, um, yeah, put it on your calendars. This looks like it's going to be a really good, really good show. I'm, I'm hopeful. Anyways, fingers crossed. Yeah,
0: I'm. I'm looking forward to it. Um, I know that it's not going to be set in the canon of the games. I don't know though because I think the games are based on series of novels.
1: Mm-hmm. I don't know
0: if it, like it's going to share some some more in common with those.
1: Oh, I didn't even but know you, that. You are- That's interesting.
0: I think you're following John Spartan one one seven like the OG Master Chief.
1: Okay. Yeah, I know there's Master Chief. I didn't even know there was a, not an OG Master Chief. So is that just a title for like? Well, there are other Spartans. But I mean, is Master Chief just one guy, or has there been more Master Chiefs?
0: You'd think that there would be if there were like a whole army of Spartans at one point. But yeah. I, I don't know. I'm not a, I'm not deep into Halo. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. There's just yeah, there. I mean. This guy's—he's—he's he's on his way to become Master Chief. He's just kind of like a, just a simple chief. He's no—he's not a Master <laughs> yeah. Chief yet. He's just like a, just a regular chief. Yeah. He's working his way up to be a master. And then there's a Master Chef, and that's a whole different yes. thing. That's a—that is a television show that already exists. They, I was
0: gonna say if they ever come out with a show like that.
1: Yeah, exactly. They should have a sh- crossover oh, Master yeah. Chief on Master Chef to promote show enough about that the big news of the week new york times bought wordle what does this mean for gaming um the
0: most important acquisition of the year exactly
1: this is big one now if if you're not familiar wordle is a um it is a online word game you get to play once a day there's a one word you got to try to figure out what the word is by you know, Wheel of Fortune-style guessing of uh, letters. Uh, It's a great, it's a lot of fun. I wish there was more than one a day. I could, you know, really get into it. But, um, yeah, New York Times bought them for a low seven figures. We're not certain of the exact amount, but, um, you know, that's a lot, considering, I mean, this is just some dude created this website, put it out there free for the public. to. You know, there's no ads. Nothing It's just... Just Wordle. And uh, I found out the guy's last name was Wardle. Yeah. Which was interesting. Because it's already a great Wordle. Wardle, It's confusing. But um, the New York Times did say they uh, initially the game will remain free. That's all they said. And those words I don't like. Initially. Yeah.
0: that's Put that in bold. Initially.
1: Yeah. Like what? I mean, I, it's the same thing when I tried to look up this story. I go to their website and I can't read the story because I need to have a subscription to New York times, or I need to put in my email address for, to read this thing. And yeah. I'm like, this is, this is what word are with long, you know, RIP wordle. Um, yep. at some
0: point, but. So this seems like New York times, uh, attempts to move into the 21st century a little further, you know, because they are print print, it's been dying for decades now. Um, they're, they're famous for having the New York times crossword puzzle. So maybe they're just trying to branch out on that.
1: Yeah. I mean, it is, it does seem like a good fit for sure. Like, you know, New York times does a lot of like word puzzles. And I could see this actually being in, you know, the New York times. Does that still exist? Is there a print copy still (laughs) exist? Um, no idea, but, um, yeah, like there's the New York Times Crossword Puzzle app that you can get and you could play uh, a whole bunch. They got a new one every day and that sort of thing. And I'm assuming that's what's going to happen with this. You know, throw in the app, throw some ads, you know, maybe still do a new one every day. As, as long as it keeps my stats, dude. The one online, my stats reset all the time and it's frustrating. But um, yeah.
0: yeah. Well, have you played Loodle?
1: No, I haven't. Uh, it's
0: a clone with dirty words. Yes. I, I played it for a little bit. I had to stop because I I'm a pure uh Christian boy and I I don't know that many dirty words. Either. I I keep meaning to
1: check it out. So Gary Witta uh created this. He's a uh, um you know, he, he's a guy behind uh he he's a video game producer and uh you know, he wrote Rogue Star Wars Rogue One and I remember he was talking about it on another podcast. Um, about the creation of this game, I was like, I gotta check it out, and uh, I still haven't. Yeah, I can't have my you know my sensitive uh, eyes seeing these dirty, dirty words. Yeah. So, yes, that is uh, is exciting for word nerds all over the world. Keep an eye out for what the New York Times is gonna do to our beloved Wordle. All right, that is it for our news this week. Did I miss anything? Is there uh? It was a lot to talk about. I, I cruised right through it. What did I miss? Anything?
0: I don't know. I mean, refresh the news and somebody else will have bought another company. It's true. But, it is but true. For now. There is. Yeah, I think we've got it.
1: There was there was a lot going on this week. I had to pare it down to you know include the big things like Halo TV series and Wordle acquisition. Yeah. All right. Well, let's move on to our brand new content creator of the week. Our new content creator of the week is Darth Rejects. He is a Twitch streamer. He's got a YouTube channel. He is playing a lot of first-person shooters. He plays Apex, Call of Duty, Halo, um, and he's a Marine. He's a uh, uh, you know fighting for the country, and he loves anime. These are all things I deduced from looking at uh his videos. So um yeah, not only that uh, he's he's uh he's got a, a fun Twitch stream, you know, he's he's doing his thing, he's playing his games, he's yelling at people. Uh it's a lot of fun. Um yeah, and he's good at it. He's he's really good at these call uh, these calls of duties and these Apex Legends, you know what I'm saying?
0: Yeah, good stuff. And it's it's nice to see over time, he's really improved his content and he's becoming really, really interesting to watch.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, go check him out. Definitely. He's on Twitch all the time. Watch his videos on Fruit Lab. And uh, yeah, definitely yeah. give him a follow.
0: Darth, if you want to repay us uh, for the shout out, I do like those Japan exclusive Gundam kits.
1: Oh, I knew you'd be all over those. Yeah, this dude, he's stationed in Japan and uh you know it's, it seems perfect for him cuz he's got the the anime and uh you know the Gundam stuff so he's out there he's he's a marine but he's 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 reaping the benefits of being out there it seems you know oh, yeah. so good for him he's doing what he loves and uh and he's good at it all right that's it for our show fc what are you what else what am i forgetting
0: big one. Oh, a big one. Yeah. We've got a wheel of names.
1: I love the I'll praise the wheel. Let's do it. I'm excited. Now, this is a we we've had this before. It's our way of giving back to the Gaming News Weekly community. We want to say thank you for uh you know, for watching our content, leaving comments, and uh just letting us know what you think of the show. So, um, yeah, fire it up. Let's, let's see, uh, let's see who we're, who we're, uh, rewarding this evening. Oh, that looks good. You said there's no sound though for this, right? I got You told me I got to make the sound.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Here we go. What's a
1: wheel sound like? <laughs>
0: Something like that.
1: Okay. Okay. click,
0: click, click,
1: click, 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 click. click. Right. I'm going to change it up a little bit. I'm going to make my own sound.
0: All right. All right. You say the word and I'm spinning.
1: All right fire it up (gasps) cinematic walkthrough
0: all right yeah and so you might notice that some people are on here twice uh the the content that i used the was the last full episode and our first slice from this past week so if you left a comment on on either or both of those Uh, You're on here. If you did leave a comment on both, then you're on here more than once. Uh, That is the case with Cinematic Walkthrough, so we're going to remove his first instance, but he still has another chance to win.
1: Congratulations, Cinematic Walkthrough. All right, do it again.
0: All right. All right.
1: I didn't make the sound. I'll make the sound, though. Mikuru. Congratulations! Really close to Nick Nine there. Yeah, Nick Nine, you stink. (laughs) You blew it. Makuru is the champion. All
0: right, congrats, Makuru.
1: Makuru. All right, let it let it go again. I wanna um, I wanna see um, I wanna see Red come up. Red, come on, Red, come on. Ooh, Purple. He's a bad boy. Bad boy, thirty four twenty.
0: Every bad boy has his day.
1: How many of these are we doing?
0: Uh, do you want to do two more? Yeah.
1: Let's do five. Let's do All it. Right. All right. It's coming up. It's coming up blue this time. There he is. Nick 9 does not suck. I take it back. There we go. Nick 9 is a champion. He's a god amongst men. Um, And, you know, it might not even be he. It might be Nicole 9. I'm, I shouldn't assume these things. Nick 9, congratulations. All right. Last... Spin of the wheel. Let's see who it's right. gonna be.
0: Here we go. Oh, I'm so excited.
1: <gasps> oh, the crappiest one, the crappy gamer. Congratulations. Very exciting.
0: That's that's pretty good. I don't want to play favorites, but definitely one of our uh, best commenters.
1: Yeah, and he's uh, he's amazing. Everything he does, he's the best. He's the best in the world. All right, Here that was are. fun. I like doing the big the big spinny wheel. If you want to get your name on the big spinny wheel, all you gotta do is just watch our show. Leave a comment. Tell us what you love, what you don't love. You know, talk about our beards. Look at that. Look at that. your beards looking good, dude. It's starting to it's, really oh, thank it's you. getting real full. Let it grow back out. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. Um, all right that's all I got for this week let's uh let's end this we start, we're, go, we're, we're going long here oh yeah all right thank you for checking out this week's episode my name is Erock the red this guy's full clip I'm on YouTube Twitter Instagram um, in addition to Fruit lab obviously uh, as pop culture playground I'm out there you can check out my YouTube um, this guy go watch him on Twitch he's full clip underscore FL. Um, and uh, yeah, if you want to just listen to the show, and uh, if you're you know if you're commuting, if you're on a train somewhere, if you're in a car somewhere, and you just want to listen to our beautiful voices, download our podcast anywhere podcasts are found. Um, Gaming News Weekly, G N W. We make it easy for you. Um, and that's all I got. Thank you so much for watching this week's episode. And uh, come back next week. We've got more of that sweet video game news you need to know.